0: We wanted to discuss the issue of reintroducing corporal punishment into Yeshivas, which was almost immediately outvoted, and uh, therefore we're going to go into discussing what we we're discussing previously, which is a thought-out approach to life. What we said is that the engagement in Torah, even though there are many that would differ, their difference or their point of opposition comes from a position of ignorance. Because one sees that throughout the Torah one of the most primary things that are required from a person is required from a person is the ability to use your rational mind to evaluate decisions and to take steps forward. And not only is it some type of nice thing to do if you could be bothered, but it's in fact it forms the basis of an entire, as it were, Parallel Shulchan Orech to the Shulchan Orech, which is written by Rebus kind of Cairo. Joe, what I mean is as follows. It's almost as if there were two Mount Sinai's. There was a Mount Sinai, which was the real Mount Sinai, whereby Hashem came down. The notion of Mount Sinai is the idea that the Creator descends into our world and reveals. The reveals his well. He tells us what he wants out of the world. The notion of Toyo and the way it was given on Har Sinai is you've got a, you've got you've got people that inhabitants of the world, and they need to look for direction in terms of they realize they yeah, are many 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 don't but many do many realize that they positioning in the world, the fact that they living, they existing in the world and they've got the mind to question. The question that's probably the foremost question that needs to be asked from any person that can is what am I doing in this world? You look around you and you see that the entire world in terms of the ecological structure, in terms of the physical world, everything has its purpose and its function in the ecosystem. Things are interlinked and everything plays a role the most fundamental question a person needs to ask is well what is my role what I have to do in this place I've been put and it's not clear cut it's clear cut what the role of the lion is in the jungle as they say in Hebrew the bush we're saying South African The, the the role of the lion is to control the amount of back there are, and the role of the back is to control the vegetation, the role of the vegetation is to feed the back, it's a circle, and everyone contributes to that cycle and circle. So what's our role? So there's two components to figuring out your role. There's, we also have a capacity, a, pe- a person can feel a certain sense that they exist beyond just merely eating and surviving they've got something which extends to the, the the faculty the concept the aspect of meaning meaning beyond spirituality in order to understand our spiritual job purpose in order to understand our spiritual purpose we need to have someone to tell it to us because it's not we can't we can't garner that knowledge f- through our physical senses so therefore we have to have some type of Prophetic vision. It's known as prophecy. We have to have prophecy. We have to have some insight into the world of spirituality whereby Someone will come and say to us. This is how it all works And this is your job and this is what you meant to do That's called HaRasinai. Hashem says, you probably don't know what to do. You don't understand the workings of the spiritual world It's invisible to you. You can't get there from your senses. You have no clue. Don't worry I'm going to spell it out for you. You think cheeseburgers are gashmak uh, uh, uh. you like sucking up those uh gigantic aquatic cockroaches for some reason no 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 you like surrounding yourself and 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 you think it's sumptuous on your taste buds to suck the tentacles of some wiggly creature oh, oh, oh. you think it's ideal to cover yourself in that Burberry jacket made from wool and linen etc 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 you don't know that it would never occur to you that you be wrong then, on the contrary it's more comfortable having a woolen jacket with linen thread mark, comes along the spiritual world and says there's something wrong with that you would never have thought that like a million years you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got there fine so that's why we need a harasinai the harasinai says to us this is what i want and now you understand that now you can do it it gives you guidelines it gives you an insight into how the world works and it gives you a by implication a different mode of behavior that's what harasinai is there's a harasinai of teva of nature just like hashem revealed his will to us of how we have to relate to the spiritual dimension He also gave us guidelines of how to relate to the physical dimension of the world. And that's also as much of a Mount Sinai. In what way did He reveal His will will in terms of nature? There was no climactic event whereby God Himself came and spoke to us directly. He didn't need to. He's speaking to us the whole time. How so? He created us with a faculty of logic which can understand the notion of cause and effect. Then he set up within the world a series of cause and effects. If you go and jump off a very high place, cause, you will be splattered effect. Once you note the nature of cause and effect, you can extrapolate a halacha. It is also to jump off very high places, and if you do, the punishment is death. That's (laughs) That's, cool. <laughs> no, that's, that's That's the next revelation. <laughs> Same thing with fire. Cause. Fire. If you put your finger into a very hot fire, it will be singed and burnt. So therefore you can extrapolate halacha. It is forbidden to put your finger into a fire and if you do so, the punishment is strafe. <laughs> What's the difference between singeing and burning? That's a very, very good kasha, I've shown them. Definitely one of the best kashas you asked in the last two weeks. Fact! This is the only kasha you've asked in the last two weeks. But nevertheless, we can't... let's not take away from it. I mean, that's a very... what is the difference between singeing and burning? I mean, that's something which gets to the root of what we're discussing, isn't it? That's really kind of... kind of cracking open the whole sugar. What is singeing and what is... B- <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, are you from Canada? What is this? So, there's something known as the laws of cause and effect. Now, because our mind understands cause and effect, and the world is jam packed with a series of causes and effects, that creates an entire body of halacha For example, for example, for example, the details of the practical world are never spelled out in the Torah. The Ribbon and never has a mitzvah which says, mitzvah. Go jogging or do other types of exercise five to six times a week. Never says that. But there's cause and effect. If a person takes care of his body, then his body will be healthy. He'll be able to use it for what it's meant to be used for. Effect. Cause effect. Taking care of your body creates a healthy body. Also cause and effect. A person that neglects it, does not exercise, does not watch what he eats. So then his body, over the course of time, will deteriorate and won't be effective in doing what he needs to do. Cause and effect. And this is true of every detail. This is true of every little nuance of life. However, one has to be cautious. There's two ways of approaching the nature of cause and effect in nature. Sorry for using the word twice in different contexts. There's two ways of approaching the nature of cause and effect in Teva. <laughs> the one way... It's from a purely secular perspective And the other way is through the eyes of the exodus The eyes of the exodus mm-hmm. The eyes of the exodus You can look at nature through the eyes of a scientist Or you can look at nature through the eyes of a red sea pedestrian Red sea pedestrian You walked across the sea, didn't you? Not you, your ancestors a hebe, a hook nose um, <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I apologise So, if you're a Red Sea pedestrian, the way you approach, the way you approach nature is very different than if you're a scientist. You both see the nature of cause and effect, but the difference is as follows. The event at the leaving of the Jewish people from Egypt modifies your understanding of the relationship between cause and effect. What happened in Egypt? What happened in Egypt was many commentators go through how each so-called plague dealt with a different facet of creation. And in every facet of creation, Hashem overturned the laws of cause and effect. So water is water. All of a sudden, water became blood. That's strange. What do you mean? Water is water. It's not blood. But it became blood. It didn't become blood. It didn't become red water. It became blood. I don't know what the blood type was. (laughs) Strange. Whose blood was it? Good question. Putting that aside, it was blood. The earth is earth. But then all of a sudden the dust became became lice. The water and fire, all of a sudden the water didn't put out the fire when they started to descend as these incredibly powerful hail balls. So each part of creation was suspended and what happened in that process was water which normally flows became solid but not ice it just became solid water it became solid that's impossible it is impossible what happened in Mitzrayim if we live with Mitzrayim if we see the world through the eyes of a Red Sea pedestrian what happens is that we still see cause and effect but we see the cause and effect not as imperative but as divinely world. it's not that Fire burn because there's a nature to fire and there's a nature to flesh and if you put something which is combustible in fire so it will burn. That's not the pshat. The pshat is Hashem wants this fire which has these components to burn this. The difference is, the difference is, if you look at it from a scientific perspective, it's imperative and the cause and effect can never be suspended. If you look at it as the divine will, the divine will can change and sometimes Hashem says even though 90% of the time I want fire to burn flesh 10% of the time I prefer it not to for example when Avraham Avinu goes into a fiery furnace so then fire won't burn it won't burn when who was it? Reb uh, Rebbe if I'm not mistaken he to avoid embarrassing a person with his wife jumps into a furnace, literally into a furnace as well, and they don't get burnt. His wife is more righteous than he, so he stands on her feet <laughs> to avoid the scolding of his feet. But nevertheless, they could survive it. Why? Because fire doesn't burn, but Hashem says, in general, I want this to be the way things are run. Not because they are, because I want them to be that way. I want it to be nature but I want you to know and that's why Hashem did the miracles at Mitzrayim and that's why we have to remember them twice a day and that's why we have Pesach where everything is so severe and that's why we have Trillin so that we start to see nature as not being imperative but being suspended by the will of Hashem under extenuating circumstances once you understand miracles you can understand nature until you've understood miracles your perspective of nature is wrong There are those people that say, there's the miraculous, and then there's nature. And nature overrides, sorry, miracles override nature. No, they don't override nature. They tell you, shut in nature. They explain nature. The miraculous tells me that that which appears to be solid and incontrovertible can actually be negotiated. And therefore sometimes, even though water generally doesn't burn, if it's Rebbe Chanine Ben Doisa and vinegar doesn't burn if it's Rebbe Chanine Ben Doisa and he needs to light vinegar so vinegar can burn it doesn't have to not burn there's nothing intrinsic but in general Hashem says this is the way I want it to work so therefore the difference is huge if nature would be nature and the miracles would be something else some other force apart from the fact that you'd be saying that Hashem is not one there's no unity in creation. But you'd say that I don't have to obey nature because that's for people who are scientists and not me. I'm a firmer. I'm going to about, go above nature. But if nature is the will of Hashem, so just like Hashem wants us to obey to, he wants us to obey nature as well. Unless we have a good reason for suspending nature. There are times when you can say, I'm suspending nature. But in general, since Hashem willed that to be the way that the world works, it becomes imperative that we obey it. And that's why the Ramchal says that when you put yourself in a situation of danger, when the cause and effect will be that you will be put into danger and you'll get hurt, when you do get hurt, not only have you done something wrong in terms of putting yourself in physical danger, but you've committed a spiritual offence. You're a sinner because you've disobeyed Hashem. He said, based on the way I've structured the world, if you put yourself into that situation, you will get clapped. And if you say, I'm so from, I'm not going to listen to that, you're not being from. You're being free. It's a latka. You understand? So therefore it comes out that our entire relationship to nature is that we take nature extremely seriously because nature is the way Hashem wants us to work and therefore we have to obey nature and if we don't obey nature we are in fact infringing on a commandment unless we know that there's some type of exception to this rule unless we know that there's a story about Reb Arie Levine that would go visit prisoners and he'd walk across a minefield he put himself in, in when there were shells flying around and he would and they said to him but you're putting yourself in danger and he understood that because of the merit of visiting these people was so overriding or such importance that the shells or the mines would be suspended they wouldn't be able to hurt him there are exceptions to the rule and you have to know the exceptions but if you haven't got an exception you have to obey the standard you following me not because you're a naturalist scientist because you're a believing Jew it's a huge problem people say I believe in the miracles do you believe in nature <gasps> don't call me that I'm not because it's the opposite those who believe in miracles and don't believe in nature they the true Apicorosim because as say Hashem only appears every now and then and who's running nature nature who's nature, mm, nature. isn't that God no what understand it's a very subtle it sounds like it sounds so strange well God's nature no that's because I'm not the other way around it's the opposite that so dealing with cause and effect in this world is dealing with rats and Hashem and just like there's a mitzvah that if a person eats non-kosher food so there's this there's this consequence to his act of eating non-kosher food if a person eats unhealthy food there's this consequence and just like a person therefore shouldn't eat non-kosher food so too a person shouldn't eat unhealthy food and it goes through the entire range of human experience not only in terms of preserving health in terms of in terms of working why don't I just stay at home and say Hashem will provide my money will fall from the sky If he can rain down manna to the Jewish people, he can rain down manna to my back garden. And I'll dig around in my back garden and I'll come across a big, big, very big box and it will look like an ancient treasure chest and I'll open it up and it will be filled with gold coins which I'll invest in a new company and with that equity I will be very, very secure until the next financial crash. And (laughs) then I'll find another one of those treasure chests. Why can't you do that? Because there's cause and effect. There's cause and effect that if you don't go out of work, so then you don't get money. Just a yes. Unless, of course, you can find some, some way to suspend that. And there are people that can suspend that. But that's going against nature, and it's only the exceptional circumstances. Again, it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way, but the starting point is that way. And that's why... <coughs> Before you start keeping Torah, you have to keep tether. You can't jump over that level. Torah, is, Torah begins where Teva stops. It's not a substitute. It's a later stage. But a person who has no rational thought processes, and he doesn't understand the ways of the world, so he can't possibly get onto the level of, level of Torah, he can't possibly extend it beyond that point. Now there's actually, and it's very appropriate to discuss this. I'm going to, I'm going to introduce you to the idea. What causes the changeover from where does Teva, where does the natural law of cause and effect, which shame worlds, at what point in time does that become suspended? What allows us the ability to override it? and it's very, it's very relevant for our upcoming month because it's soon going to be Hanukkah. and Chanukah is a classic example according to the laws of nature this amount of oil b- burns for 24 hours according to the law of supernature, it b- burns for 8 days what creates what affects what, what allows the suspension of the laws of nature to come into effect are you all following me? so every nace every miracle has to have what's called a Baohanes. it has to have a miracle maker a miracle performer. There has to be a man involved whereby the miracle occurs. A miracle doesn't occur. A miracle is made. A miracle is made? Sure, a miracle is made. And this is exactly at the point that a miracle is created. This is how it works. In order for us to become human, we subscribe to the laws of nature. The laws of nature are as follows. If I'm hungry, I will be sustained by the food I eat there's a law the law of hunger tells me when you feel the feeling of hunger eat it for nourishment if you obey that law then you'll be sustained if you disobey the law you'll become weak and sick so there's a law of hunger now what happens if I say to myself I would like to rise above that cause and effect and live on a level beyond it. On a level whereby I'm aware of the fact that without food I'm not going to be able to have energy in my body to continue. But what happens when there's a conflict by the eating through the eating of the food and the performance of Hashem's will in a greater way. In other words, when there's no conflict, and by me eating the food, there'll be a performance of Hashem oil, Hashem's will on two levels. In the physical level, I'm obeying Him by sustaining my body. And in the spiritual level, I'm ingesting food which is not forbidden to be ingested. What happens when the physical law contradicts the spiritual law, the supernature? And the eating of the food, even though it will sustain my body, it goes against the will of Hashem. So now we have a conflict. We have the will of Hashem in nature, and the will of Hashem in supernature. The will of Hashem in supernature says, this food will destroy you. The will of Hashem says in nature, this food will sustain you. What do you do when you have the contradiction? In other words, what happens if you have an army? And the Will of Hashem in Nature says when you have a well trained army of people who have been working out since the age of literally zero. <laughs> when did you start training? Three seconds after birth. The Spartans used to take their kids the day they were born and leave them out overnight to see who would survive. And obviously those who survived were stronger. And then they would train them when they were old enough to walk, big enough, they would buy them a calf. And they would get them to put the calf, a small little calf, baby cow. Baby cow, sorry. Americans, baby calf. 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 cow. Calf. Cow. Calf. Cow. Calf. Cow. 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 Sorry, how'd you say this? Calf. Calf, sorry. A calf. So, <laughs> sorry. I, I, Again, I apologize for speaking English. Uh, so you, they, they bought them a calf and they'd take this calf and they'd put it on their shoulders shoulders, and they would walk around with it for, for an hour a day. And the next day they would do the same. What happened is, day after day, this calf grew to be a cow. cow. This calf grew to be a cow or a bull and uh, since they grew up slowly and they got strong and they grew at the same time they'd be lifting and they would notice that's called good, well, well-timed well weight training great so you had, this, you had this army of these people who were literally trained soldiers from day north they were huge, strong and powerful their military tactics were incredibly well worked out and then you had the Chashmanoim could just imagine them a group of Yeshiva Bochem <laughs> Yankel, Shmuel they've been learning their lives and now they have to fight the might of the Greek Empire these guys are like you know, they can like throw a javelin 16 kilometers and then you've got Yankel that has trouble when like, it gets to Baba Basra's mind he can't lift it so oh, we just was us again so, <laughs> so light so you can just imagine the kind of like uh, the, 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 you can just see the, the, the tension as, as Yankel, Shmuel, Chaimka head towards Stavros and then uh, they've they've got all their like, funny formations of their shields and swords and then young girl. what do you hold? <laughs> What's that? What do you deserve There's like nine hundred thousand of them. What do we do? Spin our dreams. So, so Shmuel so says, right, let's take them head on. He <laughs> starts saying that with awkwardly shiver shuffle. <laughs> so it's like you can't even like there's no even run because you know it's not appropriate to like. To like full stride, they like they, they shuffle, <laughs> they shuffle towards the <laughs> of to the, the of the Greek army, and then, so the law of nature says you will be squashed in three seconds flat. That's just that that's what's going to happen. Cause and effect. They laughed themselves to death. <laughs> they told them the most dangerous joke ever. The entire Greek army fell dead, so they died of <laughs> laughter. So the, the law of nature says, the law of nature says that you have to. The law of nature says that you have to actually turn around and run. You don't, you don't take on that type of army. No way. You're being foolish. You're being absolutely ridiculous. But supernature says otherwise. So we have to work out why. Why? What, what, what right do they have? Not only what right do they have, but they won. They won. I don't exactly. I, I, I would be love to have some type of. I've looked. I've scanned by using someone else who uses forbidden internet the YouTube and there's been no no pronounced post any videos of what, what looked like the battle like, if you imagine like Yankel and Shmuel what do they do? Like, you know, they, they got a spear and they say which side do you hold this? <laughs> oh! So, oh gosh they're holding it on the blade side <laughs> they can't they can't got these massive, do you know how heavy those swords were? You have to be a mummish, uh, a bouvan to lift a sword. Nevertheless, less, like, kind of do anything productive. Well, have you ever, probably ever, have you ever held, held one of those massive medieval swords? You're like You know, huge. So, so what happened? So what were they thinking? And they took it, they won. They did well. So even though there's this, this level of cause and effect and we have to obey the laws of nature, it seems that sometimes you can actually completely, completely go against them. And seemingly the point at which you go against them is when the observance to the law of nature will contradict the will of Hashem so as it were when the will of Hashem in the super sense in the spiritual sense is contradicted by the will of Hashem in the natural sense it could be there there's room for movement to suspend because ultimately it's the same will so maybe Hashem says when these two things conflicts so this one will will, this one will prevail but let's, let's leave it for thought and we'll develop that here at a later stage, thank you for